Welcome to driving to to another episode. Oh my god, I didn't get it again. <laughs> to another episode of Driving to the Res with Larry and Inelia. Yay! A few more episodes, you might get it. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's excited. <laughs> Must be the new paradigm's beginning or something. Well, that's the crowd, man. That's the crowd. Oh, that's yeah, the, the audience. Yeah, the crowd's excited about yeah. it. The crowd's See? excited about it. Yeah. It's very exciting stuff. Exciting days, exciting times. Yes, yes. we had our October 1st surprise. Yes. That was quite funny. Things. So, um, because of the uh, button-down hatches information, of getting ready, getting your body and your mind and your spirit all taken care of so you don't have a hard time for the next month or two. Um, I warn people, you know, you really need to get settled by the end of October, you have to be settled. Yep. And have everything, all your T's crossed and all your I's dotted around your life and your environment. Yeah, your frequency. With, yeah, with your EMF stuff covered, uh, protection from EMF at least during the night, yeah. so your body can sleep and repair, yeah. and um, food storage so that your body feels happy because be safe be, and taken care of and yes. considered in the process. Exactly. You may never use the food, but yes, stockpile some food so that your body feels happy. Then it doesn't matter if somebody says something; it doesn't bother you. You're no, covered. Exactly. It doesn't come. It doesn't. It doesn't you affect you negatively. Yeah. So, yeah, um, because of that, Larry's been watching for signs of how things are being orchestrated to make it very unpleasant for well, the people on the planet. It's a little hard to miss that one. And he said on 1st, October 1st, there was October the first October 1st surprise. Yeah. Can you tell us about that? Well, it was just what probably everybody already knows that um, President Trump and his wife both tested positive for coronavirus. You have to speak up, darling. Otherwise I know it was a Jason secret. can't hear you. Yeah, Jason. <laughs> Making him work hard. <laughs> Jason's our sound guy. Hi, Jason. Hi, Jason. We love you. Well, she loves and you. And your work. <laughs> boys don't say that, you know. We're boys. Okay. <laughs> I like you a lot. How's that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Men. Men are working on it. We're still working progress. Okay. Okay. Well, we love his work. Yeah. And that's for sure. So it was quite funny because October 1st, he said, eh, nothing around. It's going to be lowered towards more towards the end of the month. But... We could have an October surprise, and we had one at the very first. The, like, evening before October 1st, what's that? Uh, September 30th? Right in midnight. That's when they released it. Trump and uh, his wife, the president and his wife, both have coronavirus positive. So they have to go into quarantine mm. and get treated. So, you know, that opens the narrative for a couple of different ways for our splits, depending on which side of that split you happen to be sitting on which kind of a thing you'll start seeing, I guess. I think that might be how it experiences. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, it'll be very different depending on where you're at, you know, yeah. energetically, your physical body's at, and your emotional body's at. Right, because we were listening to an interesting little show. It was, uh, well, you know, I wouldn't put it at 
the highest frequency level. Joe Rogan <laughs> and Ron White. They're bad. They're and they're totally the Kool-Aid of the government, man. They're drinking yeah. it by the gallon full, but they're very funny hilarious. about it. It was quite hilarious. Yeah. And, and it was interesting That's, his take. You know, yeah. honey, if you, if you need to listen to the other side, right, and how, what they're doing, if you want to find out what they're doing, how they're doing, and how they're doing it, that's not a bad way to do it, to listen to these guys, even though they're like total, you know, totally drinking degenerate. the good. Degenerate. And they are degenerate, man. A little degenerate um, but comedian. Admittedly so, they say it. They say yeah, this but is they're us. not like horrible stuff, just. Yeah, they do have a line. Yeah, they do have a line. I mean, I wouldn't listen to them if they were totally degenerate. They're just, you know, footloose, drugs, and girls, and stuff like that. <laughs> And, but, yeah, and comedy guys comedy. being and gals being funny together, and yeah. I mean earlier in the week he'd had a podcast with a couple of his friends who are female comedians, and they're just peas in a pod. They love each other to death, uh-huh. and it's they're a ball of them are a little bit gen- generate, you know. Yeah, just a little but, bit. I mean, even they were shocked about Clinton's joke. <laughs> Clinton's joke was <laughs> giving them. A, even they were. They like, were like. That's oh just a God. step too far. He, and you got to Google that one because we're not going to say it. I'm not going to tell you Clinton's <laughs> joke to Joe Rogan. No. No, it was to Ron White because Ron White was on playing golf. Or was, yeah, it was, it was Ron White. Ron, Ron White heard the joke from Bill Clinton he and he was shocked. a little bit shocked. Was like, he didn't know what to do, you know. He's like, oh, um, okay. <laughs> okay. And uh, Joe I'm said, going to go over here now. Oh, man. Just shows you about like there are levels of there's levels of degeneracy politicians trumpet man gosh but with Joe you know it's like one of the things that we're doing finding your tribe and he's uh, totally doing that for his side he's totally absolutely doing that for his group yeah the the comics the comics he's created a he's creating a ranch Comedy club. club. He's inviting all of them to, to come. Yeah. He has a huge pile of money burning a hole in his pocket to yeah. create a sanctuary, for in comedians. a sense, <laughs> for the comedians to come together, yeah. have a place to be, to practice Working. their art, work together, yeah, and be, um, well, comedians. Comedians together yeah. and have a freaking awesome life. Yeah, because doing all the stuff of them they love. are unemployed right now. Even the famous yeah. ones are unemployed right now. Right. Because they can't have gatherings. Right. So he's creating his, uh, calling his tribe, mm-hmm. and they're coming. They are. They are. Which brings us to something of the topic that we were considering to talk about, which was creating of, of your pods. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, when you find your tribe or you gather your tribe, you know, other people want to join too, but there's, um, there's gets to be sticky points about it because there's all different levels of ideas of what what are we gathering for? What are we here to do? Why are we here? Is it to protect each other from harm? Is it to create a new paradigm experience? Is it to have a place where comedians can joke around with each other all day long and uh, not be told what not to do or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. What is the overriding reason for them to gather? And when you do gather, how do you say who can be here, who can't be here? With the comedians, it was clear and obvious. Right, right. They know who each other are. They, they do. recognize each they other. They know each other very well. They know who they like, who they don't like, and they know who they're inviting into their pod. Right, right. Mm-hmm. 
And one very important quality was they're going to live near each other. Yes, they're going to live near each other. And that's what we've done at the peninsula too. Yes. Everybody who's come here, and there's more and more coming every day, that we live each, not, like, yeah, we live very close to each other. That's yeah. right. Yeah, when we're driving to the res, we're passing by our our pod members, members, our tribe yeah, members, exactly. and we go to our tribe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, the comedy guys, it's the same. They say, you know, if I could live a block away from the club where we work together, that's where I would live, because yeah. that's how much they enjoy their each other's company. They do. They do. And similar with us, we um, came to the realization with our guild of Gaia and our um, brides and grooms of Gaia yeah. that there are pods of these groups yeah. and they have interests that are, you know, centered around Gaia. a, <laughs> a, um, a reasonably well-defined high-frequency relationship with Gaia, but perhaps different flavors, right? Yeah, so like you said, there might be people who are really into butterflies and ants and bugs in general. Yeah, the And they bugs. gather together and they do work for Gaia. With, with bugs. Gaia about bugs. Bugs, yeah. And uh, we like crystals and stones and very, very gentle in our collection of them. And there's lots of people who like that and connect with That's Gaia. another flavor, right? We even have the womb of Gaia, which is a massive rock by the ocean. Yeah. A secret place, secret a sacred and secret place at the res, and um, we bring, when we were able to bring people in, we would bring our friends in, and when we used to do events, we would bring them to the womb of Gaia. And, and there would be all kinds of journeys too. All the journeys, because Princess journey all the way to yeah. Herculean Odyssey Heroes. journey, heroes' journeys. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Because it depends on the tide. If the tide's high, tide and the weather. Oh my gosh, the you're gonna die if you do wrong. <laughs> one slip and you're gone. Yep. One because slip we have to gone. climb over millions of big rocks to get there. And then you're going to a on cave that's at sea level. Yeah. So if it's high tide, it's half full of ocean oh, swells. Yeah. And once the wave comes, it's full. <laughs> it's full of water. Yeah. You better hold your breath, good. Yeah. Well, that's the hero's journey version. The princess that's journey version, the tide's completely out. It's lovely, it's not You walk cold, out into the rocks and look at the pretty crabs and yeah, enemies. Yeah, collect the, the Collect ocean, the pretty stones. The, the ocean's uh, uh, glass. Oh yeah, the sea glass. Sea glass. And then you get there and it's a pebbles. clear path right into it. And the sun's even shining inside so you don't yeah, even, it's not it's even not dark. Even dark. Right, and that so does shiny. happen too. Yeah, that's my journeys. I prefer the hero's journey, honestly. Although I don't mind a princess journey now and then. <laughs> but the last time I went with a hero's journey person, it was a bit too much for me. Even. Yeah, even for you, you were like, "Whoa!" I felt <laughs> I the don't need. Know about this. <laughs> I felt the need to stand outside and guard the waves, and tell them to stay away for a little while, or at least moderate themselves. So uh, you know, felt like speaking sea language for a little while. <laughs> yes. She's pretty badass. Yeah, the hero's journey. She's like bride of Gaia. That? She's not yeah. a. She's not afraid of Gaia. No, she's like what was that hero's what? journey really? What did I miss? <laughs> <laughs> that was Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty awesome. She's pretty awesome. And you can find her at mystictwist.com. Mystictwist.com. Yeah, mm -hmm. because she uh, puts a mystic twist on just about everything. Yes. Last week I think it was a mystic twist on a haircut. 
Yes. Did you know that the you moon? Could, did you know that there was mystic twists to getting your hair cut? Of course, that's of course what she you learned knew. it. That's how she learned it. But I should. <laughs> So you can see there's pods, right? Yeah. Pods of interested and interesting people who have interested and interesting things together. One of the or more important um, aspects of the pods are a overriding mission or purpose, right? The why. The why. The why has to be really, really focal point of the gathering of your people. And it doesn't matter how many whys or how many groups you have, but the why, if you form one especially, it has to be really strong, otherwise it's not going to survive. Right. That's one of the experiences that we've had <clears throat> over the years. I'm not going to say trying to form groups, because we've formed groups, but invariably, it almost always ends up similarly collapsing. A lot of groups have collapsed, yeah. I have had experience of groups not collapsing. Walk with me now would be one of them. Right. Right. Walkwithmenow.com. Uh, we formed that in 2014, and it has evolved so much since then because we had no idea how to form a high frequency group, and there weren't any out there. And I was very reluctant to do it, but I, I just got one day. I, I told Ilya and Daniela. I said, "Hey, guys." I feel it, it's time for us to form it and start developing this and trying it out. And at the beginning it was literally an experimenting community, and it still is. And it has evolved so much, it's amazing. Now it's an amazing place to be, really, I love it. Every morning, I have one of the first things I do is to log in there to figure out, you know, check it out and everything. Now there's a Telegram group that's with it. And, yeah. uh, oh Telegram groups gosh. started forming, I mean, a lot of things have formed of it. Yeah, so it's been quite an adventure and that has persisted through time space and it has evolved and become better and better and better. So yeah, I think that's a great model. But well, that's that the model for the non-physical non, non present type. Right, for present, like presential groups, groups of individuals, the two things physically together or live close to each other and meet together, that's a little harder. I think, but it's it's not so different. Not so different. But the why, yeah, the why has to be really important. Um, I mean, a focus point of the group. If you figure out your why, you're pretty much set. And also allow for uh, growth and evolution through joy and light and love and learning, you know. You might not think so, but it's like the last thing you think about for when you think I'm gonna form a group of my mates and friends. The last thing you think is I'm gonna take a course to find out how to keep and form a high frequency group. It's not something you think about. Yeah. Really <laughs> or I'm not. gonna read a book or two, you know, I'm gonna learn about this. Most people don't, but we figured it out that yeah, there's something that you actually you know, we don't have to reinvent the wheel here. Right, because people have been forming groups ever since people started being people. Yeah, yeah. And the ways that they stuck together weren't always high frequency. A lot of times, you know, their low frequency power were other groups. So new paradigm process includes collaborative groups, things of a different nature than um, hierarchical, I guess would be right. Yes. So how do you explore a collaborative group with uh, hierarchy when we've been raised in hierarchy? And so, 
you know, you have a club, you have a club president, and you have a club treasurer. These are thought of as power jobs where they have the authority, where in a collaborative, they might have responsibility. Yeah, it's very different. Which is different if you think very, about very it. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's one of the main aspects, that, things that we've discovered really. Responsibility versus power over others is huge, huge difference between the two. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, like um, a chairman or chairwoman who is, uh, res they are there because they are able to respond for the entire group and with the group and for the group and protect the group and basically hold the energy of the group, right? It's a different energy to, you know, I'll be boss now. <laughs> yeah, responsible for the uh, caretaking and the, the not so much the boundary making, but the structuralizing of the uh, holding the energy. I guess is the best best word, right? Yeah. Holding the energy of the group, being responsible for that energy being held stable. Exactly. Yeah. That doesn't mean. So, another example that I just thought about yeah. is when we do events, um, physical events, what happens is, and technically speaking, I've always known how it functions, but I've never put it to words before just now. And the way that it works is, when I decide to do an event, I take the responsibility of the energy and the frequency and holding everybody in that high frequency energy bubble from the moment they decide to come until the moment they go home and for a week later. And that's my responsibility as the host of the main person on, that they're coming to see in the, and learn from in the event. Right. And then Larry's responsibility is, is to help hold my energy <laughs> and sure support my supported. physical body. Yes make sure that you know it's like okay I'm too tired now and make sure that I get a good night's sleep good food and just basically always gauging their energy levels and making sure that everything's working and not just me but actually the physicality looking after everybody who comes as well because he is in charge of the food and general taking care of everyone and and then the individuals themselves they are responsible for having done the work before they come so that they don't collapse when they're here, right? They don't right. have ego crashes and things that can happen in high-frequency spiritual events. And then also their responsibility is to hold themselves accountable, to stay high-frequency, not engage in low-frequency stuff, and to leave all their baggage behind. There's a tree outside the shaman shack, yep. and one of the instructions is when you come in, leave all your baggage, negative stuff, hang it on the tree, and then when you leave, you can pick it up and take it with you, or you can tell the tree to use it as compost. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, it's, 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 and that's part of, again, a responsible group. Um, Everybody is highly responsible within an, an event, and we all hold our responsibilities very, very well. And that's why the events have always been absolutely outstanding and amazing at the Shaman Shack. Okay. I mean, the last event was a summit. I wasn't the host, 
So for me, it was a completely different experience. For me, it was more like Larry's role of holding the space, physical space, and making sure everybody was comfortable at a physical level. But the responsibility of holding the energy frequency and the why and the information, everything that was shared among all the participants of that summit, which was very, very different and very nice, I felt. So, yeah, the groups, and from these type of examples, you know, we can move forward and create the types of pods that we love. And pod because of pod of whales. Pod right? of whales, right? Yeah. Well, we had uh, formed uh, brides and groups of Gaia as a high frequency group. And the idea behind it from Gaia was to generate and establish a new form of relationship between human and Gaia, other than the one that was before, which was mostly based on exploitative stuff, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we heard or stories. <laughs> exploitive or savior. Yeah. Well, savior came after the exploit. Yes. Although yes. they probably were relatively closely related. Yeah, they were. They were. <laughs> there was a little exploit, yes. and then there was some savior of it. Yeah. So you probably have seen around you the saviors. They're uh, clearly obvious. Tree huggers and all the all the normal environmentalist roles, yeah. right? Those Green are the saviors the of the people. earth, saving the planet, yeah. saving that, saving that. and the exploiters, you know, the miners and the loggers, and the fishermen. <laughs> You're a fisherman. <laughs> yeah, the exploiters. And then um, the next relationship stage, the one that we introduced with uh, brides and groups of Gaia. And we have altered the name of Brides and Groups of Gaia because apparently a lot of people have issues with being a broom or being a bride, a bride <laughs> or a groom. So, you know, first we try to call them brooms because yeah. who could be objected to being a broom? Yeah. But apparently, it, didn't catch. it doesn't, it's not as, I guess, uh, catchy as you might think calling yeah. yourself a broom. I mean, it is kind of absurd, I, guess, I agree now. Yeah, it is kind of absurd. So now we have a guild of Gaia, and within the guild of Gaia, various physical pods. The physical pods live close to each other. They all basically agree to function with Gaia through our um, contract with Gaia, which delineates each other's responsibilities. In other words, how to respond to life in a high-frequency manner in partnership with Gaia. And you can take that contract from guildofgaia.com, yeah, download there. it, and print it out and sign it. And this is not a contract between you and us. Or us, okay? or, or you us and any you guild, or, or you and any... Else. Or you and anybody else. It's basically between you and Gaia. That's it. That's it. Yeah. But... It took nine months to develop yeah, by a whole bunch of people, so... <laughs> Learning how to function as a collaborative yes, group. Yes, yes. <laughs> And we enjoyed hanging out with each other so much that we um, took an extra long time to write this. Yes. <laughs> because we had to argue about the color of the napkins, as Anilia likes to say. We didn't argue, we just had many suggestions. Oh yeah, many suggestions, and it was beautiful and lovely. We had a great time, so kind of we didn't want it to end. And Pretty much. Yeah, but we did. We, didn't, we finished the contract and we put it online. And it's there for anybody to download and sign their contract with themselves and Gaia. So. Yeah, it's pretty beautiful. I think it's a valuable a document, and it does definitely uh, alter your thoughts of what you are and why you're here on the planet, what you do with the planet, why you're existing here. Mm -hmm. You know, you move out of, um, well, yeah, out of exploit into partner. 
That's right. And the name bride and the groom, the energy of a bride and a groom or a groom is very specific because it's before they're actually married. Right. right? And before they become man and wife or whatever, or husband and wife. It's like um, a very serious dating. It's, it's like, it's the moment before, right? So it's not a like sexual connotations to it because that's what it is to make it married to another person. Um, but it is that level of commitment of we are launching into life together and we're right. part, equal partners and right. we're going to work together to, to create a heaven on earth, you know? Exactly. Yep. That's it. That's it. That's a pretty good thing. Yeah, it is. So, you know, go there, check it out, rate it. You can uh, connect with Gaia however you like, sign it. Create a pod. Create a pod, which is yeah. a physical group that lives in proximity to each other, also known as a tribe, also known as your pards. Besties. Your besties. <laughs> We're just your bros trying to, and your, your bros sis. and your sissies, <laughs> <laughs> your sisters, as they like to call themselves. Have you ever met any sisters? No. Those are star child sisters. Oh, okay. yeah. They're far out. Okay. Anyways. Or, or soul groups, people soul like soul, soul families. Groups. Soul families. Yeah. I've been claimed by so many soul families around the planet. You have no idea. Well. And they're all right because all my right. soul is part of the entire universe. So. I'm brother and sister to everybody on the planet. <laughs> well, our particular pod is responsible for um, the website and its upkeep. We're going to try and yes. get a forum operating so other pods, when they're forming, if they have questions or connections, they want to connect, they want to talk, they want to understand, yeah, they want to exactly. bring in ideas, bring in thoughts, bring in yeah. new energy. Or, or find each other. Find each know. other. Even. And we were thinking we're going to put a dating site there too. Well, we weren't thinking that. I didn't think that. Yeah, I've, I've heard it several times. Oh, that's true, you know. Yes. Many yes. of our um, brides and grooms are actually looking for brides and, brides and grooms. For real. <laughs> for reals. Not that <laughs> Kaya isn't a real bride or groom. But, but like, you know, a physical human partner. Husbands and wives. Yeah, husband husbands and wives. Brides and grooms looking for husbands and wives. Sounds a little funny. Mm -hmm. Gilders. The Gilders. The Gilders yes. are seeking mates. Yes. But not just any. No, you have to be high frequency, man. <laughs> there's a list. And there's a list. And you better meet it. Yep. Because that person is walking around and we're just waiting to find them, mm -hmm. whoever they are. Yeah, so yep. that's what our pod does. We try to create the environment for that. You know, for the joining and meeting, for the joining, and creation, meeting, of pods creation of pods, and, and supporting the pods, yes. and supporting the place for the contract to originate and to you know to what is it, multiply and prosper. Is that what yeah. it is? <laughs> yes. Okay. And resistance is futile. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we have quite a few slogans. As you might notice, our pod is somewhat science Trekkie. fictiony. Trekkie. Trekkie and yeah. science fictiony. Okay, crystal-y and caves and beachy. Yes. yes, beachy. Yeah, our pod exists on the beach. Yes. Yes, totally. So, it's be interesting to find uh, the other pods that form. Where they congregate around, like the mountains? 
streams? We're gonna find out, aren't we? <laughs> gardens or city gardens, probably. Yeah. All different varieties of pods yeah. will be forming. Yeah. Oh. And they will have a, a, a common, common, um, common. Uh, what would be the under underpinnings? Common undercarriage. Common structural function, oh. which is like generally before it was. We are all here to survive, right? Mm -hmm. Survival of the fittest that gather as a group because we can survive better as a group, less danger from others. So survival was the predicating underlining reason for all people follow other people and do what they say and try not to stand out. And, and there's, you know, a whole laundry list of personality traits that accompany survival as the underpinnings of your relationship on Gaia, right? Yeah, yeah. And those are not all high frequency. Most of them are actually are low frequency, aren't they? Yeah, a lot of them, yeah, right. So as we've evolved, I guess evolved would be a way to say it, as we have shifted frequency into a different structure, which is not survival, mm -hmm. it's partnership. Yes, and thriving. Driving, sure. Yeah, and enjoying and exploring. Enjoying, exploring. Expanding. Are you sure we don't need any um, uh, drama to make it exciting? Uh-uh, no, we don't need drama, man. No Drama's trees yes falling. so yesterday. Drama's yesterday. Drama is so yesterday. Do you remember that when you would ask? And, oh my gosh, What yeah. about a high-frequency reality? Yeah, when, when I went public in 2010, the argument I heard the most about People saying we we don't actually want a high frequency paradigm, and I say why? There's no drama there. It'll be There's, boring. Oh, it'll be boring. What am I gonna do? You know. <laughs> I remember like, having that feeling. How am wondering, I gonna grow without? What are we gonna do? Just sit around and twiddle our thumbs all day? Yeah, twiddle our thumbs all day. And how we don't have any pain? push to do anything. Yeah, I need we just push. exist. Like a really painful. That's push gonna be so boring so fast. Anything. I know it's bad, isn't it? Yeah. So you might have experienced that yourself, or maybe not, I don't know. I didn't, no. I did, I know everyone I talked to did also. What, that you wanted drama? No, that they thought that a high frequency existence that didn't have any struggle or challenge, that's what they call a challenge. Yes. Struggle oh, no. is yes, challenge. Yes. Oh, of course, yeah, tons no of people told me that. No challenge to it. All yeah, right. tons of people told me that. that it I'm saying that. I didn't feel that way, that's I'm, what I said. That's I'm not saying what I, I did. I'm saying I did, and maybe there are other people who also did not. But not anyone I met. You never met anybody who thought that? Besides you. That they needed? No, I met, everyone I met felt that was not what they needed. Them. Oh, okay, got it. Sorry, I'm getting confused here. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I could be confusing. It's been a confusing day. I'm complicated. You're complicated. Yes. Yes. I'm not so simple to understand. No. So, uh, is it true though? High what? frequency is uh, boring. There's no challenge. Uh, no. So the example <laughs> that I like to hear when people say those things is, yes. okay, it's being a mountain climber, climbing a mountain, negative. Is it painful? Is it low frequency? Is it low frequency? And they say, no, 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 it's not low frequency. Does it create challenge? Yes, it's very challenging. Uh, does it create um, using your brain, your muscles in your body? And reward. Re and that huge reward at the end of it yes alrighty then so you don't challenge doesn't equate negative drama and pain right it? because the challenge doesn't have to be I can't breathe 
Right. The challenge can be there's a lot of structures to create. There's a mountain there and I want to climb it. to climb it. <laughs> and it's massive. It's going to be fun awesome. and fascinating and yeah. awesome. We're going to have the best time ever. ever. How is that boring? That's not boring. That is uh -huh. not boring. And if you think about it beyond the planet and in a universal way, then you can see how many adventures, amazing challenges we can go and evolve through to reach the entire universe. Yeah, if you think about it, you spend so much, 90% or more of your time doing things to survive, like have a job, make money, and put it in the bank and save it and clean up and this and that and the other, that the little tiny bit of time you have left is the time that will grow to be the larger portion of your life. There is so much of just your tiny county to explore that you haven't even bothered with. Oh, yeah, that's just and exploration. And your state and yeah. your country, and yeah. there's a lot of countries and there's a lot of climates, yeah. and there's mountains on all of them, and there's lakes on all of them. Well, maybe not some of them, there might be lakes. But. Or maybe you like to make model cars or model planes, you know. And maybe you're in a pond that to, makes those. Yeah, I used to do that as a kid with my brother. Yeah. I used to do the model cars with him. He did the planes as well, but I didn't do the planes. I always wanted to, but... I did just, a ship once. I just Battleship. Never, I just never did. <laughs> Jeez, I had a nice I, battleship I had, too one I time. A, I did a, until somebody blew American, it up. <laughs> I did an American battleship. My brother made, a, made the... German one? A, a, a really plane? famous one. A really oh. famous German ship. Uh, the Bismarck. He made the Bismarck. And he did all the German flight. Uh, he then, well, he actually had had a, a life as a child pilot for the Nazis. He wasn't a Nazi himself in that previous lifetime. He was just a kid. And when they he got out put of the pilots, airplane. they just put the kids in the planes and send them out. Of course, the Spitfires were so much, I mean, they're older guys and they were good. And they're experienced. He didn't even get a shot out. His plane got shot down. So fast. Instantly so fast. And he died, you know, burned alive going into the ocean or something. But he used to have nightmares about that as a kid, and he described it. And he used to draw the the the, um, the board. What's it called? The control panel. The control panel. Yeah, the instrument panel. Yeah, he used to draw the instrument panel and everything as a kid. And then one day, we were—I don't know—I said when we went to live in England. That's when he actually saw a real Messerschmitt, and um, he went ghostly white. So. <laughs> like this is it and I looked at it and it's like yep that's it it was the identical control panel I remember it because he used to draw it all the time as a kid so yeah it's amazing really anyway so you might be interested in making model airplanes <laughs> okay. you know it doesn't have to be complicated you can doesn't have lots have of parts. doesn't have to be highfalutin yeah like doesn't have to be have low frequency is it to make no, model cars not. model planes it's not and you can have amazing discussions with these people about the things that you're interested in. And it doesn't have to end up at a, at a bar with a alcohol or anything like that, you know, or drugs. And I know the, the comics, that's the part of their pot is drugs and alcohol, that's for sure. And they're proud of it, you know, but I always discourage people if you want to become totally sovereign to stay out of those because they, especially spirits, alcohol, uh, there's not called spirits for no reason, you will become possessed. Yes. And you will find that many, many alcoholics will actually say, I'm fighting my demons. 
They say it actually is in the vocabulary, it's in the language. They have an altered persona when they're oh intoxicated. Gosh, yeah, it's totally a completely different, different person. Totally different. Because it is. It is, yeah. Anyways. And how come that generally isn't a better person? <laughs> no. <laughs> is there any of them? No, I'm Is there any that get possessed while alcoholic that actually the possessed person that they become is better than the other never. one? Never. I've never met one that's How can that better. be? That's a, there's a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. All of them are better than their possessed version. Uh huh, uh huh. That's gotta tell you something. Yeah, I know, right? Because they didn't start all of them as good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's impressive. So I guess that's a good enough reason to avoid that. Yeah, so th exactly, that's what I'm saying. Thank you for summarizing it. Avoid pods that deal with alcohol and, and drugs. Avoid yeah, those. Just avoid them. I mean, if you're in a, interested in a high frequency paradigm, Exactly. In a partnership That's what with I'm Gaia, here. <laughs> yeah, you probably should avoid alcohol. All alcohol. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. All alcohol. With that said, I guess the first order of business to remind you would be to go to guildofgaia.com and download the contract and sign it. And it's a contract between you and Gaia. Right. Make sure to read it and study it. Right. Okay. And if you have a problem with the word bride or the bride or the word groom, get over it. Yeah. Just stop it. Just drop, drop it. it. It's drop it, man. Ego crap. Yeah, and firewalls. I mean, you totally, all know how to process totally that ego. stuff. Totally ego. Just drop it. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Rant over. A little over. bit of right. Little bit of righteous bride. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the side of. Or uh, one of the common traits of a bride or groom of Gaia <laughs> is a bit of righteousness. They, they point the righteousness all the time. Rapidly. Oh my God, so quick. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's part of the partnership with Gaia that's getting moderated a little bit. Yes, that's it's part allowed. of the contract. It's part of the contract. To, you know, to temper your righteousness, basically. Yeah. You move somewhere out of righteousness, which is forcing your right on another. Yes, into when just being right. When there is not any single individual right. Mm -hmm. That's right. There yeah. are many rights. Many rights. Are there many wrongs? <laughs> are there wrongs? Well, they can be, but you don't have to push it onto another person that they're wrong, right? I don't know. It just gets a little complicated when we think about it too much. Before we say goodbye, yeah. I wanted to give a shout out to Dan, who sent me a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful gold necklace, which is a heart with us, um, an amethyst in it for Mother's Day this year and it's absolutely gorgeous and I'm wearing it today and it's beautiful the energy and the love and everything around it it's absolutely fantastic thank you so much for this <laughs> wow that is very nice yeah. and with that I suppose we can say bye bye okay. again you can find my work and my tools and everything at ineliabenz.com. Yeah. You can join at already high-functioning, high very, very nice pod at walkwithmenow.com. Right, that's exactly It's there for you if you want it. And, um, yeah, find us on YouTube and iTunes and all the podcast places. Uh, Facebook and uh, Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> and uh, of course, if you want to get trained and everything official with the IBENS method, 
go to ivansacademy.com. We're still working on there, but we do have the emergency series to support individuals through this period of time on the planet. And is there anything else, Sally? Oh, I think there's one other thing. Okay. Just one. Isn't that what Steve Jobs used to say? There's just one thing. Just one thing? Just one thing. Okay. Can you clearly, clearly explain to any who have questions, what's the difference between warning of a storm coming so that you're prepared and you have a high frequency experience and fear mongering? Oh, so fear mongering is the storm is coming. We're all going to die. Our ship is going to sink and we're going to die, drown, and everything's going to be terrible. That's okay, fear mongering. That's fear mongering. Button down the hatches says, there's a storm coming, let's tie down all the hatches so we don't sink. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to just ride it out, just hang out in deck and whatever, make sure everybody's safe. Everybody's got their rain gear, everybody's good. We've got hot coffee going and some snacks to get everybody through the storm. And then we're going to just enjoy the fireworks. Have you and... ever had a storm watching? And watch the storm roll in and enjoy it. Yes. It's, it's yes. exhilarating when you're prepared, right? Yes, when you're prepared, it's great. Have you ever had your house <laughs> blown away while you're in the middle of a storm and you're freezing cold and the rain is blasting in you in the face and you don't know if you're going to be eating tonight because you don't even have a place to sleep? <laughs> no, I haven't had I that haven't experience. had that experience either because I'd never do that. Yeah, exactly. So that's the difference. Exactly, that's the difference. Yeah. Right, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Got it. <laughs> Love you, honey. Love you too, darling. <laughs>